Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to another episode. It's so good to be here with you this afternoon. I'm coming to you at the time of this recording, a very summery day. I've got kids coming in and out and about to head to the pool here in a little bit. Um, at the time of this recording, we will have fully wrapped up our poolside profit plan, which a lot of what I'm talking about is how to design your schedule for through the summer, how to set up your marketing and your selling with less effort, right? So it's like, how do we design something that allows us to have some more playtime? So I am really looking forward to that. And I am just loving this season. I love summer so much. I'm loving the kids' ages. And while it's crazy and full and busy and we're learning so much about teens and tweens and our growing toddler, I am just feeling so grateful. So I want to talk to you today about a little bit more on a, uh, a little bit of a shift, right? So this topic I think may sort of, I don't know, activate some feelings within you, maybe not positive feelings, maybe uh, negative feelings. And I just want to preface this message with a a note around the fact that this is coming from my heart. This is coming from pure service and really knowing that this message will serve you if you're open to hearing it. And it really truly is a, I think, a problem, a large scale problem in the industry. And I think that it needs to be brought to the surface and when I really talk through these sort of misconceptions and these beliefs about growing a business I just want people to understand truly what's at play here if you desire what I think you desire and we'll talk about that and so I feel like perhaps this may be, you know, a sensitive topic or it could, again, sort of trigger some more not so great feelings if you are somebody that, um, you know, disagrees, which is great. And I think that this, um, which means I'm also doing my job and really standing in my own truth and not really saying what people want to hear, but really speaking to the truth and speaking to what people need to hear. And it's really around this idea of what it means to pursue your passion versus grow a business. And I think that this is why we continue to have accelerated success starting from ground zero. And when I start to study leaders and uh, people that have built, you know, built enormous wealth and people that are true legacies in the world, this is really a common theme that is coming out more of a, at a larger scale. Obviously, they're not, it's not necessarily in this context, but I think that 
this, there's a lot of things that have been also sitting with me differently and there's going to be some shifts within my own messaging and marketing that I want to make to align with this idea because again, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of liars. <laughs> there's a lot of lying in our industry and it's like we have to really break that cycle. And so when we think about this idea of pursuing your passion, most of you are coaches. Most of you that are listening come in. You are a coach or a service-based entrepreneur who wants to make a difference. We hear this a lot. I want to help more people. I really want to help people change their lives. I really want to help people experience this transformation. And also there's a desire to help yourself, right? It, whether you're like me, you left corporate, right, to and you pursued entrepreneurship to leave your job, um, or you wanted to just have your own uh, income stream or grow your income stream, right? There's no denying that you are truly doing this for yourself. And I think that's the first thing is not denying yourself that permission. A lot of times when I have conversations with women and I ask them why they do what they do, they lead with, I want to help people. And when I ask them, well, what's in it for you? I often hear things like, it's not about the money for me. But I think this is actually, and I'm not going to place judgment or even, you know, label people, but oftentimes after, from personal experience and having these deeper conversations, when we unpack that, actually what's there and what's kind of underneath that layer is people having like subconscious beliefs around money and it being bad and that we shouldn't be in business to make money because it's bad, right? Uh, wealthy people are greedy. Money is not a good thing. And so depending on the childhood you had and the money beliefs you grew up with, that is going to impact even what you're telling yourself about why you're doing what you're doing. We're all humans. We're all egotistical walking humans that are doing things to uh, fulfill something within ourselves, and so that's a really huge piece is when we just acknowledge the fact that, yeah, I'm doing this because I want to make more money and retire my husband. I want to experience wealth. I want to do this, right? Yes, we want to help people, but there is a deeper reason why you're doing it. And I think this plays into this idea of pursuing your passion and this glorious sort of idea of what it means and looks like to pursue your passion and how that's actually different than growing a profitable, sustainable business and why these things could be the same, but oftentimes when we miscontrol true one for the other this is when we get into problems and so when I see people um, talking about pursuing their passion or going after their dream business or building their dream business what happens is there's this connection between pursuing your passion and things always feeling good and this is really, really, really important. This has been coming up so much in our clientele. It's been coming up for me. I've been hearing a lot in the industry is that we should always be quote unquote in alignment. And if something doesn't feel good, it means that it's not for us. And that is such a huge lie. When you think about pursuing your passion, growing a profitable business, doing things you've never done before, it requires you to... Be someone you, you haven't been yet. It requires you to do things you've never done before, all of which are so uncomfortable. When you think of success, right? Success is fulfilling on something you haven't completed yet or you haven't achieved yet. 
that is not a easy, fun, feel-good journey. There's a lot of discomfort. There's a lot of emotional pain. There's a lot of growth within that that happens. There's a lot of grieving of what used to be, right? There's a lot of navigating things that you've never navigated before, which is frustrating. It's overwhelming. It's going to have you doubting things. And I think what happens is with this idea of like, it should always feel good. I hear people say, well, this niche doesn't feel good for me anymore. Or I'm feeling out of alignment. Now, there are times for alignment. When I think of alignment, I'm really thinking about, are you actually delivering at your highest level of value and also meeting the needs of you and your desires? Sometimes that does not mean that you're just doing things that feel good. And there's this huge trend in our industry that's just like, this idea of like, I'm going to manifest my way through business. So I'm going to sit back and my desires will come to me. And I'm going to only do the things that feel good at the times that work for me. And while that could work for you, while you can continue to build that rhythm, I guarantee that will not create the success that you're actually looking for. Because Just like we talked about, success means you're fulfilling on something you've never fulfilled on before. And that requires growth. That requires navigating things you've never done before, all of which are not exactly fun, comfortable, feel-good types of things. And so what happens is anytime it, it gets sort of hard or you're feeling not so good about it, we trick ourselves into believing that it's not for us and we need to pivot, change directions, throw in the towel, whatever that looks like. And so this is a huge dichotomy when you think about pursuing your passion versus growing your business. Now, again, these things can coexist. I don't necessarily think that I am quote unquote pursuing my passion. I am living within my highest level of zone of genius. I am doing things that I feel passionate about, but I am pursuing a profitable business because it is also going to allow me to do things that I've never done before. It's going to allow me to build wealth. It's going to allow me to expand my impact. It's going to allow me to really like spread wealth to others. And those are, right, that's the byproduct of me doing the things I need to do as the vehicle for those things. What happens is we get that flipped. It's like, I'm just going to pursue things that feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, right, then I need to uh, change or I need to give up. And that is, again, I see that so many times, time and time again, when women believe that if it's not in quote-unquote alignment, then we should stop. And this is sort of this, when we think of like the anti-hustle culture, right? I am 100% anti-hustle. And where that comes from is really giving up my own time freedom for my corporate career and working my ass off for something that I didn't even enjoy. It wasn't it had no impact in my own life, although, you know, other than, of course, paying bills. But ultimately, when I looked down the road, I realized at any moment, this company could fire me and everything would be gone. And I wanted something that I owned, right, that I had agency over. And so when you start to flip that a little bit, 
and you understand sort of how these things play together, it allows you to make better strategic decisions and start to step into the seat of an actual business owner. Yes, pursuing your passion is a part of that journey, but there's also going to be things that you have to do that don't feel good. There's also going to be things that you have to do that are not going to come easy. And if you don't develop the skills of a business owner, it will not matter how good you are at the thing that you do or how passionate you are at the thing that you do. Because if you do not know how to read a profit and loss statement, if you don't even know how to generate revenue, if you're not prioritizing revenue, if you're not prioritizing you know, uh, your resources and know how to create a machine that can run and produce revenue and produce sales and, and market and do all the things that a, a responsible business owner should be doing, if you don't know how to do those things, again, pursuing your passion will sort of be a just hobby or project. And so I want there to be this recognition that these things need to coexist. How do we really pursue the things that we love, operating in our highest zone of genius, operating in our highest level of value, while also responsibly growing as a business owner? And when you look at it in through that lens, it helps you also start to navigate the emotions that you have because 100%, no matter how good you are at business or not, or how passionate you are with what you do, you will have the days, you will have the moments that it feels so hard. You will doubt it. You will feel insecure. You will question yourself. You'll question yourself as a leader, as a coach, as a mentor. And during those moments when you're able to really put on your business owner hat, your CEO hat, it really shifts you out of that. It's not a you thing, right? It's a CEO thing. And so when we go back to this idea of like anti-hustle, right? Yes, this hustly type of corporate grind, not necessarily my thing, right? I walked away from corporate from that. It was some building something that I didn't even want to build, um, that I had no control of, and I was capped. But what happens is I think people misconstrue that for not working at all or less. And this is where I'm like, I really think that I need to shift my messaging a little bit because I do say things like this is simple, this is easy or faster or uh, working less, right? Because in comparison, when I think of like bigger picture, it will always be easier than the alternative. When I think about going back to work or going, you know, going back to corporate, I'm like, hell yeah, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, way easier. What we do in this business, it's so freaking fun. And even when it's hard, that's so much easier than what I remember in corporate and in even imagining having to go back to that life. And so through the lens of what I see and what I feel and what I experience, hell yeah, it's easier. Yeah, I grew really fast. But of course, everybody has their own timeline. And most importantly, you do have to work hard. You have to work hard for anything that you want and anything really worth pursuing, right? It's going to be a journey. It's going to be a journey of high work ethic and really putting in the effort you need to in order to get where you want to be. If you don't want to work as hard, you'll just grow slower. That's just how it is. And so I think it's really important not to misconstrue this idea of like, well, I don't want to hustle, 
right? But I do need to put in the time. I need to put in the hours. If I want to grow a six, seven figure business, eight, nine figure business, right? That will require some blood, sweat, and tears, period. And so when we think of this idea of being a business owner versus just pursuing your passion, this is where I think that contrast comes in. Again, I want them to coexist for you in your brain. And if you're already starting to sort of reject this idea of, well, like, I can pursue my passion and just be happy and I don't need to think about a business. Fine. And also, you may not even be, you you may have no desire to experience the wealth that some of you actually do, right? I think this message is really for you if you desire to really achieve the unachievable. If you want to reach the the desires that are on your heart but you almost reject them because they're too big. But they're in there. And there's a small sliver of you that believes it can happen, but the majority of you doesn't quite believe it yet. This message is for you, right? If you want to build an empire, if you want to build a legacy, if you want to really sit on incredible wealth and impact people globally with your message, with your voice, with your frameworks, with your experiences, right? This is for you. You will have to put in the time, right? You will have to build the business savviness. You don't get to just play in your expertise again there could be a time for that right maybe further down the road when you have a full team and you're only able to operate at your zone of genius a couple hours a day great right there will be maybe a time that that comes for you but everybody I know seven eight nine even ten figures when I talk to them when I hear them talk about their portfolio and how they run their machine they're still really toggling, you know, wanting to understand what's going on in the weeds of their business and also operating at the highest level within the portfolio of all of their investments, all of their businesses. And so this is where I think the message around anybody can do this. I just don't think it is for everybody. I really don't. I think it's for a special breed and it does require that tenacity, that grit, And the willingness to work hard in the sense of pursuing it relentlessly. And I think I see this a lot. It's sort of like I think a lot of people, again, there's no judgment. No judgment at all. A lot of people are just already comfortable and that's good enough, right? But if you don't want to settle for where you are and you want to reach for more, this is a really important thing for you to consider is where am I having you know where am I sort of what am I missing as far as really stepping into that CEO seat right seeing myself as a true business owner that also has a passion versus right pursuing a passion and ignoring the business side we have to bring these things together and most of you obviously, right? You don't go in to be a coach or, you know, a creator or a visionary to be like, I want to learn the nuances of a profit and loss statement. I want to learn how to, you know, calculate the customer lifetime value. Like we don't necessarily say those things, but those are the things you have to learn how to do. And are you willing to learn business? Are you willing to be savvy as a business owner, even if it feels uncomfortable right now? Are you willing to put in the hours? right? And really achieve things you've never achieved before. And on that journey, really stay the course. 
I feel like I'm even a little bit inarticulate (laughs) talking about this because I can feel the fire in my belly a little bit and I think it's definitely something that's stewing within me and around me because of some of the messages that are being put out into the industry which creates a huge misconception about what it requires to build profitable businesses. It's not just sit back and chill and wait for things to feel good. It's not just to pick things that quote unquote feel in alignment. It's not just to do things that are easy. It's none of those things. And so I'm just here to say that you're on the right track if it feels hard right now. You're on the right track if you feel like you're working extra hours. You're on the right track if you have the eye for a bigger vision and you're dedicated, you're committed to seeing yourself as a business owner who has a responsibility to generate revenue and understand the depth of what's required of you to be a responsible CEO. So yes, these two things can coexist, right? You can pursue your passion and grow a profitable business. But one without the other, right? If we're trying to just pursue a passion without having the business safety net around it and really having that business lens, that's what happens when we have burnout or we're really actually ignoring or suppressing the true desires within us. But, right, when we think about just growing a business and and it's really just like go, go, go and we're not really leaning into like, well, what is, what actually lights me up? We're not asking the questions like, well, where is my highest level of value? What are my gaps? Where can I lean in? How can I serve my audience, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the questions I think that come from passion and that can really, really allow you to serve at your highest level. But if we're always looking for the passion, we're always looking for the feel goods, that's the problem. That's where we, where the bottom falls out and we will have an uphill battle of struggle and challenge and again, not fulfilling on the desires that are in your heart that you may sometimes want to ignore because they're so big, but they're there. So don't ignore them. So I hope this was helpful. And again, it's coming from a place of true service and love. And because I've had over decades worth of business training, right? I have a master's in business administration. I'm now four years into entrepreneurship. And so my carryover from corporate comes from really understanding what's required to build a billion dollar business and what goes into that. And now we're looking at what goes into a million dollar business, right? And now that I have that experience doing myself, I know what it's required of you. And I feel like I still, I've done a really good job balancing that with still like really allowing space for my marriage to thrive, allowing space for me to show up as the mother that I want to be and not sacrificing those priorities in my life because they are a priority. But I also prioritize me fulfilling my deepest potential and my deepest desires. And I think we can have it all. You just have to be willing to work for it. Okay, I hope this was uh, meaningful for you and to you. If you have any feedback I would love to hear, you can shoot us an email, um, send me a DM on Instagram, or just take a snapshot, share this on your stories and tag me. That would be so great. And I'll see you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. 
we go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.